Hey, I'm Jesse. We're in Nehemiah. Nehemiah's enemies have been at him the whole time, but Nehemiah just keeps trucking away at what God called him to do, refusing to lose focus on what God called him to do, giving sacrificially, foregoing his own rights to which he's entitled as governor, just focusing on what God had called him to do. Sambalot, Tobiah, and Geshem, they're just constantly trying to invite him, get him away, try to distract him from the work, but he's just focused on what God called him to do. Four times to try to get him to come down from the wall. He's not turning away from what God called him to do. They send him a letter with these outright lies in it, but he just focuses on what God called him to do. The only response he gets is these are all, there's nothing to these rumors you're spreading. You've made them up in your own mind. And it just goes right back to it. God strengthen my hands because I've got work to do here. Then his enemies escalate. They actually hire somebody to come deceive him, acting as though they're trying to spare his life. And then God gives him beautiful discernment. He's able to see through the trap. I pray that God gives you that same discernment. My dad called this being dumb like a fox, where you don't let on just how much you know and you don't fall for the traps. I think that's brilliant. I wish that I'd adhered to that advice a few times more. But now, after all of this, he hands it over to God. God, remember Tobiah and Sambalot for what they have done. Okay, he's handing Tobiah and Sambalot over to God. God, you deal with these guys. And also the prophetess Noadiah and the other prophets who wanted to intimidate me. He's just saying, God, you deal with all of them. And then, verse 15, long-awaited, beautifully triumphant moment, the wall was completed. There it is. He has done, set out to do. He did it through brilliant delegation and one of the most elaborate general contractor jobs that we see in scripture. And he does it in, in what seems to me like record time. It says in verse 15, the wall was completed in 52 days. That's amazing, right? That, that's absolutely incredible to me. He's able to do this in just within two months time. And it's amazing on the 25th day of the month of Elul. So there it is, that's the end of the book, right? No, not quite, stick with me, there's more, there's more to come here. But I wanna point out the fact that verse 15 comes on the heels of his enemies reaching a low point. That things just escalated more and more with his detractors, with the people who were trying to discourage him and take him down. And then at last, at last, the wall is completed. And it's completed in 52 days. I mean, the emotional toll of all of the constant, you know, slander and libel that Nehemiah had to endure must have been immense. And that's in addition to the stress of the massive reconstruction project. Now look at how, look at where all the credit goes when it's done. When all of our enemies heard this, all the surrounding nations were intimidated and lost their confidence for they realized that this task had been accomplished by our God. That's amazing. Was Nehemiah bold to ask King Artaxerxes for what he needed? Absolutely he was. Was Nehemiah a brilliant delegator to be able to just spread the work out and give it to the teams to be done? Obviously he was, it's completed. It's completed in 52 days. Stand by as we continue reading some of the, some of the minor prophets, you're gonna see that there, it, was, it wasn't all perfect. And behind the scenes, there, was some, there, were, there were some people who weren't contributing like they really could have. Uh, not at the revival project, amen? But in Nehemiah's case, you're gonna learn more about it, but the bottom line is the wall's done. And, and at the end of the day, God gets all the glory for it. 
these enemies faced discouragement because they could see God accomplished it. God's the one who accomplished it. Man, I love that. I love that. I'm inspired by Nehemiah's patience. I'm inspired by uh, his tenacity as well, focusing only on the wall and what God called him to do. Not getting distracted by the opulence of the office of governor, focusing instead on the wall. Not getting dragged into arguments and debates with people who are just lying anyway. He just focuses on the wall. Not even falling into traps that were set for him. He just focuses on what God called him to do. But in the end, ultimately, God gets all the glory. I feel like there's a, this is a microcosm of the Christian life. That if you focus exclusively on the ministry that God has called you to do, and your negative interactions with other people who don't have your best interest at heart, they just shrink away to the background. And at the end of it all, it's to the glory of God. At the end of your days, we'll put you in the ground and we'll have a party and we'll eat well. And we're gonna praise God for what he did through you and your life. We're not gonna talk about your enemies and your gossips and your slanderers and your detractors. They probably won't even be invited. They don't get to eat any of the delicious, you know, Eastern European cabbage rolls. It's all, it's all gonna be about what God did through you. At the end of the day, it's gonna be glory to God. At the end of the revival project, the glory all goes to God. Now we've seen in the book of Nehemiah, you're gonna to have to endure some detractors. You're gonna to have to endure hardship and distraction. If you make a commitment on the commitment card to give to a certain degree financially, oh man, you're gonna have some difficulties arise and your faith's gonna be tested in the midst of that. But like Nehemiah, you just press on to what God called you to do, press on and press on and press on. And then when it's completed, we'll all gather and give glory to God. Your enemies, your detractors, they'll all be discouraged because they'll look and they'll say, God did this. What a beautiful testimony. What a beautiful testimony, not only for Nehemiah and the wall, what a beautiful testimony for the individual Christian life as well. You focus on what God called you to do. Let him accomplish it. And then your enemies in the meantime, they all fade to the background, don't they? They don't matter in the end. And I think that's beautiful. It all ends with glory to God.